My name is Angie Alstrom, owner of Angie Alstrom Life Coaching, and this is Creating Happy, a podcast for women of faith to remember who they are and what they are capable of, even with depression. All are welcome here to learn amazingly effective strategies for building the life you have always wanted, regardless of your circumstances. Good afternoon, everybody. At least it's afternoon where I'm at while I'm recording this, but might not be for you. In any case, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful day, so I hope you're enjoying it. Maybe you're sitting by your window, staring into the blue sky, thinking, oh, I wish I was out there right now. <laughs> the other day, well, actually, no, I think it was yesterday. I just opened my window to my room as far as I would go, and I live kind of by a busy street, and I just, like, started singing and kind of hoping that people would walk by so that they could hear me singing and maybe I could talk to them. I miss people. I have actually been using Zoom to talk to family members, and we've been playing games like through Zoom. So like Yahtzee, played that with my sister because you just need five dice and a, and a score sheet, which I found online and she had her own game set at her house. So we just took turns and we were honest with what our scores were. <laughs> Holy cow, she kicked my butt. It was embarrassing. I'm not even going to tell you what my score was. And um, played some Oh, I don't remember what the other games were called because I didn't have them, but like games where you had to like say funny things. And so when it was our turn to read the card, our my sister-in-law would hold the card up to her <laughs> camera on her laptop and I'd be able to read it. And anyway, there are things we can do to help us get through this unique circumstance. <laughs> so anyway... On to the topic of today. So this week, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, of which I am a member, held its 190th semi-annual general conference. So it's, it's a weekend event in which the prophet, apostles, and others speak to the church as a whole and give direction from God specifically for us at this time. So we believe that just as God spoke through prophets in days of old, he speaks through prophets now. So this conference marked 200 years since the event that started it all, a verbal prayer given by a young boy in a grove of trees, which led to him being visited by God the Father and his son, Jesus Christ. And I know that this may sound fantastic to, to those of you who are not members of the church, but it's a belief that we really hold dear. If it's true that this really happened, then everything that that boy, Joseph Smith, said and did regarding Christ and his church is also true. The Book of Mormon is true. God still directs his children through living prophets and so on. So with that in mind, I love thinking about the gospel and the philosophies I've learned as a coach together. Like with Christ as my guiding light, I like to think of them both at the same time. See, the model teaches us that it's our thoughts that create our results. If we have undesired results, all we need to do is look to the thoughts that are creating it and work to change them. The scriptures teach us that by their fruits ye shall know them. Meaning that you can tell if a thought, belief, person, action, choice, whatever is good or bad, right or wrong, positive or negative, 
by the results they create. So these two teachings complement each other very well, don't they? <laughs> so when considering the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or the Book of Mormon or any faith for that matter, I encourage you to consider the fruits or the results of believing those teachings and those things that they're saying. For example, when I believe the thought that Christ really did appear to Joseph Smith and restored his true church with all of its fullness through him, it makes me feel loved, watched over, protected. It increases my faith. It helps me understand my value. It leads me to read and learn more. Okay, And the teachings I study draw me closer to God. They inspire me to pray more and to serve more. My life is better because I choose to believe these things. When I believe the thought that God wants me to be happy, I feel pensive. I know that may seem like a strange feeling, but that's what comes up for me is I feel very pensive when I say, when I think to myself, God wants me to be happy. Because then I start thinking about all the ways he has, he's provided for me to be happy. And I consider all the trials we as humans have to go through and how it could be po and how could it be possible for him to wish happiness while also allowing sadness. So I really think about this and this leads me to more prayer and study. And as I do this, my understanding and testimony grow. I have learned for myself that everything happens for a reason that there must be opposition in all things, and that happiness is a choice, which of course, that was a difficult transition for me. That was very hard for me to believe, but through the study and the prayer and, and the trying, that's what I've learned. Because I choose to believe that I have a loving Heavenly Father, I have the confidence that I am never alone. I'm always loved. And I am being guided every day. With that confidence, I'm led to do things that help me progress towards the next best version of myself, right? I'm not so afraid. I'm not worried about my value being lessened or me not being loved by, by other people. God loves me. That's all that I need. One alternative is to not believe in God at all, right? And if I were to believe that, I may not believe in life after death. I may question the point of having a life at all. Why should I strive to become the next best version of myself if eventually it's all going to end and I will cease to exist? I may spend a lot of time worrying about what is going to happen when I die. I may feel depressed often. I may participate in self-destructive behavior. These are not the results I want in my life. And like I said, that's just one alternative this is just one possibility there's many but now I am 110% certain that I am right about my beliefs but let's say that I'm wrong let's pretend for a minute that I die and find out that there's no God or that I cease to exist then what will I regret having enjoyed my life will I regret having lived as though I was valuable and loved Will I regret having believed in something bigger than myself or ser for serving others? No, I don't 
think so. I really don't think so. However, I may regret living a sad life, regardless of how it ends, right? This podcast is an amazing opportunity for me to share with others what I believe. A way to share my thoughts with others in, in the hope that they may help. <clears throat> Sorry, what I'm, <laughs> let me try again. <laughs> um, it's a way for me to share my thoughts in a hope that they can create better results in the lives of other people. So as you listen from week to week, you may not agree with everything I say, and that's okay. I'm totally fine with that. I just want to allow you the opportunity to try on new thoughts and see what results you get, to see what fruits grow from it. So here's a list of beliefs that have created amazing results in my life. I am a child of God. He knows me, loves me, and guides me. My Heavenly Father knows what is best for me, and He doesn't make mistakes. The Lord will always provide a way for me to accomplish what is right. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. The Lord speaks to me through His prophets and scriptures. The Lord always answers my prayers, even if I don't always understand. God knows exactly what trials I need to overcome in order to progress. God gave me an amazing brain and wants me to manage it in a way that serves me. I am the light of Christ which is inside me. That light is love and knowledge, and as I increase in these things, I become my true self. Families are forever. I can be forgiven and I, I can forgive myself. The commandments are not restrictions, rather a roadmap to better results. If I pray with faith, I can know the truth of all things. For me personally, the most impactful part of the conference was when the prophet President Russell M. Nelson read a new proclamation to the world entitled, The Restoration of the Fullness of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. To me, this was an answer to prayer because it gave me answers I've been looking for regarding how I can be a representative of Christ at all times and in all things and in all places. It inspired me to be bold and confident in sharing my faith. I don't expect everyone to believe the same things I do. I will not push my beliefs on anyone, but I must share my beliefs with others in order to give them the opportunity to experiment with them and draw conclusions for themselves. I feel that it is my responsibility to God and man to share with others the beliefs that bring me so much joy. I did want to read this proclamation to you guys, um, for those of you who are interested, and it can also be found on the church's website. So here it goes. The restoration of the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, a bicentennial proclamation to the world, the first presidency and the council of the 12 apostles of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We solemnly proclaim, proclaim that God loves his children in every nation of the world. God the Father has given us the divine birth, the incomparable life, and the infinite 
atoning sacrifice of his beloved son, Jesus Christ. By the power of the Father, Jesus rose again and gained the victory over death. He is our Savior, our Exemplar, and our Redeemer. Two hundred years ago, on a beautiful spring morning in 1820, young Joseph Smith, seeking to know which church to join, went into the woods to pray near his home in upstate New York, USA. He had questions regarding the salvation of his soul and trusted that God would direct him. In humility, we declare that in answer to his prayer, God the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ, appeared to Joseph Smith and inaugurated the restitution of all things, for, as foretold in the Bible. In this vision, he learned that following the death of the original apostles, Christ's New Testament church was lost from the earth. Joseph, Joseph Smith would be instrumental in its return. We affirm that under the direction of the Father and the Son, heavenly messengers came to instruct Joseph and reestablish the Church of Jesus Christ. The, re the resurrected John the Baptist restored the authority to baptize by immersion for the remission of sins. Three of the original twelve apostles, Peter, James, and John, restored the apostleship and keys of priesthood authority. Others came as well, including Elijah, who restored the authority to join families together forever in eternal relationships that transcend death. We further witness that Joseph Smith was given the gift and power of God to translate an ancient record, the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. Pages of this sacred text include an account of the person, personal ministry of Jesus Christ among the people in the Western Hemisphere soon after his resurrection. It teaches of his life's purpose and explains the doctrine of Christ, which is central to all purpose, which is central to that purpose. As a companion scripture to the Bible, the Book of Mormon testifies that all human beings are sons and daughters of a loving Heavenly Father, that He has a divine plan for our lives, and that His Son, Jesus Christ, speaks today as well as in days of old. We declare that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, organized in April, on April 6, 1830, is Christ's New Testament Church restored. The Church is anchored in the, per in the perfect life of its chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ, and in His infinite atonement and little, literal resurrection. Jesus Christ has once again called apostles and has given them priesthood authority. He invites all of us to come unto him and his church to receive the Holy Ghost, the ordinance of sal salvation, and to gain enduring, endure, enduring life. Two hundred years have now elapsed since this restoration was initiated by God the Father and his beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Millions throughout the world have embraced a knowledge of these prophesied events. We gladly declare that the promised restoration goes forward through continuing revelation. The earth will never again be the same, as God will gather together in one all things in Christ. With reverence and gratitude, we as apostles invite we as his apostles invite all to know, as we do, that the heavens are open. We affirm that God is making known his will for his beloved sons and daughters. We testify that those who prayerfully study the message of the restoration and act in faith will be blessed to gain their own witness of this divinity, of its divinity, and of its purpose to prepare the world for the promised second coming of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I would like to add 
my testimony that these things are true. Okay. And I, I love you all. You are all lovable and capable. I appreciate you listening. It gives me encouragement to keep showing up for you and myself, knowing that you guys are there listening. Um, if you're interested in learning more about Christ, his gospel, the conference, which was held this past weekend, or if you want to read the restoration of the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, a bicentennial proclamation to the world, please visit churchofjesuschrist.org. Um, if you guys have any questions or comments, you guys can leave me a voice message on anchor.fm. You can also leave me comments in, um, iTunes and, uh, that is all. So thank you so much. Bye guys.